read some scripture together. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, or chapter 1, verses 1 to 4. 1 Thessalonians 1, 1 to 4. I'll read verse 1. Join me on verse 2. We'll read responsively there through verse number 4. All right. Paul and Silvanus and Timotheus, under the church of the Thessalonians, which is in God the Father and in the Lord Jesus Christ. Peace be, grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We give thanks to God always for you all, making mention of you in our prayers, remembering without ceasing your work of faith and labor of love and patience of hope in the, our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of God our Father, knowing, brethren beloved, your election of God. Paul was an individual who oftentimes was, he, he is known for remembering. When you look at the writings that the Lord has used him to pen, uh, there is remembrances over and over and over again. You'll see when you get to uh, his uh, the pastoral epistles, uh, there's going to be people that he's mentioning. You get into the book of Romans, uh, chapter 16 there, and it is just a list of co-labors. And all through the Bible, as we look at uh, the Apostle Paul, you just see him remembering individuals. And so tonight, uh, we're going to just look at that. Uh, for We've mentioned this before, a thankful people are a thinking people. And if we are going to be able to uh, really uh, be a thankful people, we do have to think and stop and muse. And, and Paul, as he is remembering, he is musing. Have you ever sat down with somebody and started talking and story, just sort of challenge story? And it was, oh yeah, do you remember this? And somebody will tell a story and it just brought you back to another story and those remembrances. And you think about just the, the joy that it brings to you when you start uh, remembering those things. You know, life brings us so many tragedies. Life brings so much turmoil. If we're not careful, we can focus only on that. And if that's the case, we will miss out on all the blessings. We will feel like we didn't have any blessings. And so tonight I'm going to speak to you on the subject, things to remember. Things to remember. And Father, we are so thankful that we have a God who has blessed us beyond measure. And I pray tonight that, uh, Lord, as we have... Uh, set this time aside in our life. I pray that you would help us uh, just to uh, remember some things. Just uh, may these items just challenge us in our own thoughts, in our own musings. And Lord, may we just think about all the blessings you have given to us. So help us tonight. Uh, those that are here, those that are online, uh, just uh, wrap your arms around each of us tonight and help us to sense your presence. But just bless now, please, for Christ's sake. Amen. You can be seated. So things to remember. Uh, first of all, I want you to remember, remember the good. Remember the good. You know, the last two years have been filled with bad. 
but there's been a lot of good. There's been good that has happened in the COVID era. You know, God's still good. No matter what the circumstances of life are, God is good. So take your Bibles, go to Psalm 86. Psalm 86. I'm going to give you several verses uh, tonight, so uh, just follow along there. Psalm 86, and look with me at verse number 5. Psalm 86, 5. The Bible says, For thou, Lord, art good, and ready to forgive, and plenteous in mercy unto all them that call upon thee. You know, that just puts a smile on my face, thinking about how good God is. Uh, and He is good, and He is merciful, and he is, he is ready to forgive. Isn't that, aren't you glad God's ready to forgive? Uh, we all fail Him in so many ways, and yet He is ready to forgive. You know what? I'm not ready to forgive. I want to hold on to it for a while. I don't know why that is, but that's just human nature. But God's ready to forgive. I mean, he's just, he's ready to get past whatever the problem is. And he's ready to forgive. And you know, we need to just remember the good. Uh, go down to Psalm 106. Psalm 106. And look with me at verse number 1. Psalm 106, 1. The Bible says, Praise ye the Lord. O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is... He is good. He is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Go to chapter 107 there. Look at verse number 1. Psalm 107, 1. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. You know what? We need to remember the good. And if all we stopped and thought about was the Lord, that's good. And there's a whole lot to think about, just thinking about the Lord and His goodness uh, in who He is and, and what He has done. Uh, but, but there are so many blessings. God's good. Uh, and uh, there, there has been uh, good that has transpired in the world in 2021. This year was not a loss. It's not a loss. Now, for some, it is because all they look at is the negative. But for every obstacle, there's an opportunity. Brother Tracy mentioned it in prayer uh, tonight. Uh, and that is, that is the reality. Uh, see, there is good in the world. Uh, and the COVID crisis uh, in the world, uh, that did not take the good out of the world. There's a lot of good things that happen. Think about the missionaries that are, uh, still went around the world sharing the good news of the gospel. Uh, think about uh, just people that have been saved this year. Uh, just, just the one uh, uh, preacher friend of mine that they had a, a big toy giveaway, and they had 601 first-time visitors in church. 300-and-something people saved. They're still good. There's still good that's going on. And there are good things that have happened uh, all around the world. There's good that is going on in the world around us. There's good going on in your life. God's been good to you. It's not just God is good to the world. It's not just God is good in general. God has been good to you. God has been good to me. Uh, I think about uh, uh, one of the things that uh, we, we all face, especially in this time, uh, is the concern of health. Uh, but God's been good to you with your health. You're here tonight. 
And there are some that aren't here that are online, uh, but God's been good to them. God's good all the time. God, God has given us health. You say, well, my health isn't what it needs to be, but you still have health. You still have health. I was, I was uh, uh, at the airport uh, yesterday, and while I was there, there was a man that was working. I looked over, uh, and he was, he was moving things around. And as he moved things around, uh, his, his shirt sleeve on his left arm uh, sort of flopped, and, I, and it just grabbed my attention just the way it moved, uh, and he just had a little stub on his arm. You know, we, we may not have uh, the best health, but we have health. There are so many blessings uh, that God gives to all of us, and we're all in varying stages of health, some better than others. But there's always someone who has it worse than you or I. We had a man in our church in Washington, and uh, he ended up getting diabetes, and, and the diabetes uh, just really shut down his circulation, and so uh, I went went to see him at the hospital, and he was having his toes amputated, and uh, just uh, uh, really having a hard time with that, and then uh, it didn't heal, and so they had to take off his foot. Uh, then it didn't heal, and it had to take off uh, his leg at the knee, and then he lost completely his leg, and uh, and it was just one thing after another. And uh, he was he was telling me that uh, he thought he had it so bad until he was there at the hospital and he saw somebody with no legs at all. You know, there's there's always something to thank God for with what we have. Think about all the senses that God has given to us. You know, I think about sight and the beauty that gets that surrounds us. And all of us have we have varying degrees of of sight. I think about Miss Frassy and uh, and how uh, she's legally blind, but she can she can still uh, see shadows and uh, she's able to see a little bit, uh, but legally she's blind and uh, but she's still able to get around. Uh, but even even if she has lost her sight, she still remembers her flowers and she still remembers her garden, uh, her yard. Uh, uh, you know, all of those wonderful things of the sight that she had, there were still blessings that were there. I think about little Jenny. Uh, Jenny does, does not and has never seen. But God has given us senses, all these senses to enjoy life with. And and we get, we get to enjoy them. Uh, I walked out of my office tonight, and I started heading this direction, and, I, and my door locked, and I was like, oh, I got to go back in and get my glasses. Now, I can, see, I can see that you are there, but I can't see any detail. Well, Stephen, I'm just going to put my glasses back off when I, now that I saw you. Uh, and so, uh, no, just, but now with my glasses, I can, I can see better. Uh, but the reality is, uh, there are so many blessings, uh, the, the senses that God has given to us, uh, the sense of sight, the sense of smell. Well, come on now. Something cooking in the oven, coffee, oh man, waking up to a, the coffee brewing in the morning, well... I had some moose yes or Monday. 
So Brother Mike Ray, uh, he had shot a moose, and he, and he sent some meat up to us. And that was the first time I'd ever had moose. And so uh, put moose on the barbecue. Well, man, it was good. It was good. Uh, but, you know, there, there's all the senses you think about that uh, we get to enjoy, uh, the hearing, the touch, the taste, uh, all the blessings God's given to us. He has been good to us in so many ways. And, and we can ignore them, but the people that have lost some of their senses, they recognize how important they are. You know, we shouldn't have to lose something before we realize how important it is. You know, there's the blessings God has given to us uh, with our health, uh, a home. Uh, you think about uh, uh, just the reality of having a place to lay your head. Uh, I looked at uh, different places in the scriptures, John 19, 27. Just for time's sake, I'm going to uh, jump through them real quick. The verses will be on the screen. John 19, 27, Then saith he to the disciple, Behold thy mother. And from that hour that disciple took her unto his own home. So here is John, the apostle John. And John, uh, the apostle, he had a home. Uh, we see in, in uh, John 20 and verse 20, uh, verse 20, and when he had so said, he showed unto them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. Uh, let's see here. Not sure on that one. Verse uh, uh, Acts 21, 6, uh, the Bible says, and when they had taken our leave, one of another, we took ship and they returned home again. Uh, and so uh, just the disciples uh, going back uh, to, the, to their, their own homes. Uh, you know, having a home is a wonderful thing. We're blessed. He said, well, my home is not as nice as so-and-so's home. But we have a home. We're blessed in so many ways. The... The, just the reality, whether you own a home or rent a home or whether you rent a room or whether you flop on somebody's couch, we're blessed. Think about with this rain, how cold we've been. Think about the people that are under the bridge. And it doesn't matter why they're there. They're people. And they're wet. And they're cold. And they're miserable. And they would love to be able to flop on somebody's couch. Or somebody's floor. And here we are, we have so much. And oftentimes, we, we're not even thankful for it. Deb has a little sign in uh, one of the bathrooms, and it says, if you woke up today with only the things you thank God for yesterday, what would you have? Wow. I don't go in that bathroom just because I don't like the <laughs> conviction. <laughs> uh, no, it's just, but it is, it's convicting. We, we are so used to the blessings. We're so used to what God has, been, has given to us. We need to stop and remember what we have and the blessings that we've been bestowed. God has given us so much. Uh, we, we need to be thanking the Lord for that. 
uh, Sunday morning uh, before services, I met with a senior man that, uh, that uh, I could tell he was just uh, in a lot of turmoil. And I, and I asked him, are you sleeping in your car? Are you homeless? And he said he was. And I said, well, after church, I'll meet with you. I want to see what we can do to help you. Brother Frank was on the phone uh, quite a bit today trying to work through uh, ways to help this family. Uh, you know, there, there are so many people that, that would love to have what we have. And we need to remember it. How can, how can I be thankful for what God has given to me if I don't even stop and remember what God has given to me? Uh, our health, our home, the happiness, friends and family, uh, and uh, just the blessings uh, of peop having people around us. The blessings of relationships. You know, we need to focus and, and, and just, just look at the people that God has brought across our path that add value to, to our life. And granted, there are toxic people in life. But don't focus on them. Because all it'll do is destroy you. So just, just thank the Lord for all that he has done for us. Focus on uh, the blessings. Uh, I think about uh, uh, the, just the blessings of provision. God's provision in our life. You know, none of us, none of us are starving. Most of us have plenty. And there's just so many provisions, just the blessings that God gives us. Uh, the health and the home and the happiness, the hope. Romans 15, 13, now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. God of hope. He is a God of hope. He doesn't, he doesn't leave us. He doesn't leave us without the blessings. He said that you may abound in hope. Uh, God is the God of hope, and he wants us to abound in hope. He doesn't want us to be going around depressed. He doesn't want us to be going through life uh, all bummed out. Uh, he doesn't want us to, uh, to be bitter. God is, God is the God of hope. He said, well, pastor, everything's waxing worse and worse. And I made that statement earlier out in the foyer. And it is waxing worse and worse. Uh, but we're not without hope. We're not without hope. And no matter what happens down here, it gets better. It gets better from here. My, I went up uh, yesterday, flew up to Washington and uh, took Ma home. And so we left here at 5.30 in the morning and got up to Seattle at about 10, a uh, little after 10. And so uh, made the handoff. My brother and my uh, sister-in-law were at the airport. And if, you have, if you've traveled uh, any time recently, now they've got these clear three sets of doors. Uh, and they're all clear. And you walk through once, uh, you, you walk up to a set of doors, it opens, 
and the next set of doors is closed and you get into that space and the doors close behind you and then the next set opens and you walk into the next set and then they close behind you and then there's another set that gets you into the other side of security. Uh, and so uh, they're all clear doors, but uh, it's just this uh, process where people can go through, but nobody can come back through. Once you pass a set of doors, you're, you're stuck. You can't go back. And so uh, anyway, I could see my brother on the other side, and so I uh, waved to him, and they got Ma. And so uh, I was on the other side of security, and, and then about five minutes later, I had an eight-and-a-half-hour layover at the airport. Ugh. And I was not looking forward to that layover. And my brother sent me a text, hey, I wish, wish we had time to visit while you're here. I'm, I sent him a text back, I got time. <laughs> and so he calls me and he's like, he's like, well, how much time do you have? And I told him, so we ended up getting to spend uh, that time together. Uh, so that was a blessing. He was like, well, why didn't you tell me? I was like, well, I don't want to bother you. You know, I'm sure you had other stuff to get done and whatnot. And so, anyway, but I get to spend a little bit of time with them. Uh, I'm uh, just the blessings. You know, there's so many blessings in life, and uh, we, we uh, have those blessings, and we need to remember them. Uh, God has been good in our country. God has been good in our own personal life. God's been good in our church. Uh, churches are open. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord for that. Uh, people are coming back. I think about Canada, and I've been watching and following some of these pastors uh, and the persecution that they're going through uh, up in Canada. And, you know, it's, it's unbelievable. But, uh, you know, churches are open, and people are coming back. And uh, ministries in 2021 started opening back up. We started running the bus again. Uh, what, what a blessing. That's, that's encouraging. Uh, a couple of the care homes have opened back up. Uh, we've been able to get into the care homes. And so ministries are opening up. Uh, RU is back open and the food bank. And uh, we've had multiple community feedings that we're able to do this year. There's been a lot of good that has happened. It's been different. But there have been a lot of blessings. And we can look at the negative or we can look at the positive. We can look at uh, it's not the way it used to be. Or we can look at, well, what are we able to do and accomplish now? And, and so what, what a blessing that that is. Uh, the school remained open. What a blessing. That, that was just, that was, that was unbelievable that we were able to keep the school open. And, and not only uh, were we able to keep it open, but it's grown. Uh, and just opportunities there. Uh, we need to remember the good. Uh, secondly, Remember the grace. Remember the grace. Grace, God's riches at Christ's expense. It's what God gives to us that we did not earn. The unmerited favor of God to man. You know, we don't, we don't deserve God's grace. We deserve God's judgment. But because of what Christ has done, we get to enjoy all the blessings that God has for us. Remember the grace, Ephesians 2, 8, 9, for by grace are you saved through faith. Saving grace. That saving grace is still powerful today. You say, well, I got saved years ago, Pastor, but that saving grace is still yours to enjoy every single day. We have access to Him because of what Christ did. 
We are in the family of God because He has forgiven us. Just the blessings, so many things, uh, and the salvation and the provision. Remember the good. Remember the grace of God in your life. Remember the guidance. The guidance. How God leads. God doesn't just lead in general. God leads individually. He wants to lead you. He wants to lead me. Ephesians 2.10, For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Uh, he's, he's guiding. He is working to accomplish a desired end. I've been uh, going through Pops' tools and uh, rebuilding some of them and uh, acquiring other tools and just putting together a wood shop and uh, just just so I can, uh, I enjoy woodworking. I did a lot of it when I was a kid, but got away from it. Uh, and so, uh, anyway, I've been pulling tools together for doing some woodworking. And uh, and with that, uh, you know, when you, you put together a project, you know what you want to accomplish before you start. You have a plan. And in that plan, you try to figure out, okay, what do I need to do to make this all come together? You know, God, He had a plan with your life. He had a plan for my life. He's a lot better craftsman than any of us. He knows every step that needs to be done. Brother Steve's a woodworker. And, and as he, he works on project, Brother James, same thing. And uh, you go through and you start trying to pull things together. You, you have an idea of what you want to accomplish. You, you set out a plan. You figure out what tools you're going to need, what, uh, what uh, uh, supplies you're going to need, what kind of material you're going to need, uh, what kind of, uh, of sanding discs you're going to need, and, and all of the different details down to the finish. And you try to figure all of that out. And God says, you are my workmanship. You know, you do do some wood projects. I'm sure the sanding isn't something that the wood enjoys. The abrasiveness, the cutting away of some of that material. You know, God knows how to form us and sometimes he has to cut away some things sometimes there's some abrasiveness sometimes it hurts but we're his workmanship and i need to remember the guidance the guidance uh that god gives in my life psalm 20 uh, psalm 23 in verse 3 he restoreth my soul he leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake he leads us. His guidance. Uh, he, he tells us in Psalm 119, 105, uh, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. He gives us his word. Why? So he can guide us. He wants us to take the right steps. He wants us to lead us in the right way. But not only does he lead us and guide us, he puts people into our life to help us. 
uh, Proverbs eleven fourteen, where no counsel is, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Uh, what is there? there? There are people that are in our life. Uh, what do they do? They help us uh, make decisions. They give us guidance. I'm thankful for the guidance God has given me. I'm thankful for the uh, leading, uh, the people that he has put in my life. Hebrews 13, 7, remember them which have the rule over you, who have spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith follow, considering the end of their conversation. And, and, and there are people that God puts in our lives. I'm thankful for the parents that God has given to me. He said, well, pastor, uh, I didn't have the best parents. God gave you the parents he needed you to have. He said, well, they did everything wrong. They were used as a tool to make you who you are. In his workmanship, he didn't make any mistakes. No mistakes. He knows the family that we grew up in. He knew the home that we grew up in. My father-in-law, Brother Coates. He was, he was adopted at, a, at an orphanage. He was literally an orphan. And God knew exactly what home he was going to put him in. And the, home, the, the person that he was born to was not the right one to raise him. But he had the right ones all picked out. You know, God makes no mistakes. He, he knows. I uh, think about the pastors, uh, the guidance that God gives you. I, I've had several pastors. I've had four pastors in my life. Uh, Brother Gerald Chadwick and Royce Heyman and then uh, Jack Hiles when I was at college and then uh, Pastor Terry Mingy. Uh, I've had four pastors. I am so thankful for each and every one of them. Uh, and and some, some of them, uh, there, were, there were things that uh, things didn't work out well in some of their parts of their life, and uh, and uh, there were were some injurious things uh, that had happened. Uh, but but when I think about these individuals, I think about all that God did in my life, and how God used them in my life. You know, you can't you can't just dismiss all the good that somebody had that God had used in your life if there's a problem later. You know, God, God can still use people. He, he used people even when they fail. And that's, and that's a blessing. Uh, I'm thankful for the pastors God has given me. I'm thankful for the professors that he gave me when I was in college. I'm thankful for the people of God that he has, he has crossed my paths with. Those that uh, I have served alongside. Those who I have served under. Those who have been co-laborers together. Uh, mentors and men and women of faith. Examples. Uh, teachers. People that, that God has used in my life. And, and there are people. We need not to forget all the people that God brings into our life. You know, there are so many blessings, things to remember. 1 Corinthians 10, 11, 
He said, now these things happen unto them for in samples, and they are written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the world are come. Uh, and, and here the Lord is just using uh, these people, the examples of them, uh, and what they did. Uh, and that was, that, that is written, the things are written for examples for us. Some of the examples are good examples and they challenge us. Some of the examples are bad examples. And they should challenge us. I remember my brother. Uh, he's older by uh, 18 months. And I remember we would, uh, we were in trouble all the time. But uh, he was, he would, he would back talk to mom. And you know what? You didn't back talk mom. I mean, you back talked, you got a backhand, and that's uh, what, what would happen. And so uh, I remember several times uh, him, him back talking Ma, and I'd sit there, and his head was getting snapped back and forth. And I'm thinking to myself, self, this is not good. <laughs> Don't do that. And, you know... We can learn from people's wins and we can learn from people's losses. Guidance. God gives us all kinds of guidance. There are so many things that, that we can learn. And those are things we need to, uh, we need to remember. Uh, the good examples, the bad examples, but we receive guidance by them. What to do, what not to do. So remember, remember the good. Remember the grace. Remember the guidance. But lastly... Remember the growth. You know, just think, 2022 or 2021, this is the last service we will have in 2021. You're here. You're here. Praise the Lord. That's a win. That's a win. All of the obstacles to keep us from being where we should be. All of the battles. Think about all the things that could have kept you from church tonight. Some of you, you, you worked through quite a few obstacles just to be here tonight. But you're here. Praise the Lord. Think about all the things that God has brought about growth in your life. He has brought about growth in us, some of them by our failures this year. There's some things that weren't wins this year in our life. But we didn't let it stop us. That's growth. We're still serving the Lord. That's growth. You know, we, if we're not careful, we can just float through life and not see any wins and not see any losses, just exist. But we're gonna have we're gonna have some losses. Praise the Lord, we'll have some wins. 
But when it comes all the way down to it, I want to stay in the battle. And if I'm going to stay in the battle, I've got to stop and see what God has already done in my life to give me encouragement to keep going. Maybe we fell down and the Lord picked us up. Maybe, maybe we had some wins and we look back and see how, how we had those successes. Let's allow them to challenge us uh, to do more for the Savior, uh, just to be faithful. But we need to remember uh, all the, the blessings. Uh, 1 Corinthians 6, 9, he said, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you. But ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Paul was saying, listen, uh, that's not who you are anymore. What was there? There was some growth. There was growth. And that's, that's what we need to remember. You know, maybe we have grown this year, and maybe we have grown a lot. Maybe we've just grown a little. Maybe we have drifted away a little bit, but we're coming back. We're moving the right direction. That's growth. And all of us just need to recognize that God's still working. And He's working in my life. And as 2020 comes to a close, there, everything in 2020 wasn't bad. And we know all things work together for good. To them that love God them who are the called according to his purpose. God can use sickness for the rich. God can use maybe death, a loss of a loved one. Maybe God is using a relationship struggle. Maybe it's a financial difficulty. I don't know what it is that God's going to use, but I do know that God's going to work in the lives of his children. He's not going to just let us do what we want to do. He's not going to just let us go. He's always working. Things to remember. 2022, it was a year. But not everything ba was bad. There was a lot of good. And let's remember that. Father, I pray that you'd help us. Thank you for your goodness to us. And Lord, the blessings that you have given to each and every one of us. And we pray that, uh, Lord, our minds, our hearts, Lord, would just be thankful and challenged by your working in our midst. And so I pray that you'd help us. Thank you for not giving up on us. Thank you for sustaining us, providing for us, and helping us, Lord, to just... Uh, be able to continue, and we pray that you just work and continue to work in our midst. 
Uh, Lord, this group of people, those that are watching online, Lord, you have, you have a plan for us. And, and Lord, you want to use us for your honor and glory. And I pray that you would help us to represent you well. Uh, but Lord, help us to remember the things that you have done already in our lives. And may they challenge us, Lord, just to live a life of trust and faith in you. So we pray that you'd work now. For Christ's sake, we pray. Amen. Heads bowed, eyes closed as the invitation plays. Maybe the Lord spoke to your heart tonight. Maybe right where you're at. Just talk to the Lord. Maybe there was some of these things that we weren't thinking about. Maybe God's been doing something in your life and you haven't sensed it. Things to remember. Remember.